down Santa Claus here, come Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane. Dixon and Dixon and all his ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, GM for Hire fans. Welcome back to GMs for Hire. My name is Will Paulson, alongside with the usual three uh, and Santa Claus today as well. It's amazing. We got RJ, uh, we got Matt, and then we also have St. Jamil. Uh, it, it's a it's a hell of an episode today. We're going to bring you a little bit of a Christmas special for today's episode. We're going to talk about what every NFL team wants on their Christmas list. We're going to figure out what teams have been naughty or nice and if they're going to get what they want or not. Uh, we'll, we'll go around and we're going to each have a team from each division. We're going to hit up all the teams in the NFL. We're going to talk about what everybody needs. So I'm going to start with RJ here. We're going to start off in the AFC West. We're going to go to the reigning champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now on our collective uh, Christmas list, we have the Kansas City Chiefs wanting health. As long as this team can stay healthy, this team should stay on top. RJ, go ahead and take it on top. Exactly. This team already has everything. It's kind of like a rich person on Christmas. What do you get someone that already has everything, right? Like you can't get them anything. You really can't get them anything. So – Just keep what you got. If Kansas City stays healthy, there's not a team in the league on this planet. There's nobody that can beat the Kansas City Chiefs. As long as they stay healthy, I don't know who's going to knock them off. All right, moving over, staying in the division, going to the Denver Broncos. Matt, we saw that last year that a consistent wide receiver group has been checked off their Christmas list, and now they're just looking for consistency at quarterback. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, consistency at quarterback is pretty much everything at this point for the Denver Broncos. I think they definitely have the receiving core down, guys like Cortland Sutton, uh, guys like Jerry Judy. When they're healthy, they're very good, and uh, that's not the part the Denver Broncos need to worry about. It is the quarterback uh, crew. Drew Locke is okay. Uh, He's nothing special. He's been able to hang in there as long as he can. Um, Jeff Driscoll's never going to see the light of day as a quality player, neither is Brett uh, Rippon. Um, you know, this is definitely something that the Denver Broncos need to address. Uh, I do think it is something that should be the top of their list when it comes to the NFL draft next season. Um, and definitely, yeah, definitely something they should be looking for for the future. All right, Jamil, we're going to turn it over to you for the Vegas Raiders. I know you had mentioned that they need a defensive coordinator on their Christmas list. Let's hear a little bit about that. 100% having just got rid of the defensive coordinator. You know, you went in all all, you know, all in on the offense last season, spent millions and millions of dollars on that. You brought in John Gruden to revamp the group. Now it's about just the defense side of the ball. You got to be able to stop the guys like Pat Mahomes and uh, Justin Herbert for the next five to ten years. So that's your job now. God, that, that beard yeah. doesn't move a bit. <laughs> I can't take I can't take him seriously. In the, Bro, this is gold. This is gold. Nothing for Christmas. <laughs> I love oh, this. Man. I love this already. So All right, to, to wrap up the AFC West, I'm going to bring up the the Los Angeles Chargers. And there's two things that I had put on their Christmas list. And one is a new coach. Uh, St. Jamil Thank has you. talked about I it. Be, so I will be times. bringing them one of those. <laughs> I hate to see my brother, Anthony Lynn, go, but I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, if he gets signed somewhere else, they get draft compensation. Don't forget it. Uh, But, uh, yeah, Anthony Lynn, he's got to go. It's at the point to where it's bonehead mistake after bonehead mistake every single week. No matter if they win or lose, they find something to mess up. And kind of similar to the Broncos, uh, but not with the quarterback, they need a consistent run game. They they need a running back that's going to be a bell cow back. Right now, Austin Eckler is not a long-term answer. We've seen whenever Austin Eckler was out, they really don't have a run game between Joshua Kelly and anybody else who decides to step in the backfield. 
it, it's just such a big question mark. The Chargers would answer a lot of questions if they could just get a consistent running back out there. Uh, yes, the defense is a big front, but let's address one thing at a time here. Uh, let's let's take care of the coaching staff. Let's get a running back and then address the defense as a whole later on. So moving on. I to actually the eight- think they need a receiver more than a running back. Because- you think so? Yeah, outside of Keenan Allen, I haven't seen one of their receivers create separation one time this year. Hmm, maybe. I mean, the Chargers are one of those teams who are, are going to have a long list. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's definitely a lot of teams on here that have a long list. But I tell you, we're, we're going to hit up the ones that are the biggest need. But, yeah, wide receiver. I, I mean, obviously, there's a skill position need out there in, in, in L.A. to help out Herbert. So, going on to the AFC North, I'm going to turn it over to RJ. RJ, you have the Baltimore Ravens. And right now listed on their list is a new offensive playbook. Are you going to go with that or are you going to go with something else? Yes, uh, this this team. I talked about it on our NFL Pickums a couple weeks ago, and I kind of went on a little rant here. What's the problem in Baltimore? Um, how are we not seeing that J.K. Dobbins is the best running back on the team? How are we not seeing that none of these wide receivers is a number one wide receiver? How are we seeing that Lamar Jackson's best weapon? is his tight end. Do you know how hard it is to win when your best weapon is a tight end? Trust me, I went through it in Carolina. I know. Cam's best weapon was a tight end. And, yeah, he had one MVP year and we went to a Super Bowl. But other than that, man, you have got to have guys on the outside that can help you out. Don't let Lamar Jackson follow Cam Newton's footsteps. Let's get Lamar some help. Let's use the right guys. Um Listen, we saw them when they beat the Browns on that Monday night game. J.K. Dobbins was running loose, and they scored 47 points. You tell me. Santa, you need to come uh, fix John uh, Jim Har- or John Harbaugh uh, and put the right people on the field for them. All right, Matt, I'm going to turn it over to you. You have the once undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. I know I had put this one, so if you need a little bit of help, let me know. But I said a true wide receiver one a true dominant guy that's going to be the wide receiver one. So you take it away or if you have anything to add to their list as well. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, the the wide receiver group in Pittsburgh is overall pretty good. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Chase Claypool, uh, guys like Washington, um, Deontay Johnson. You know, it's a nice it's a nice wide receiver group and, and, and one that other teams I'm sure can, can kind of be an envy of. But, yeah, who wants it more? Who wants that spot of wide receiver one? You think it's Juju Smith-Schuster coming into the season. Uh, definitely looked like it. Um, but then Chase Claypool, who as a rookie has been having a pretty good year, uh, he might be looking to steal it. And then you have the depth guys, the Johnson, the Ray Ray McLeod, the uh, James Washington. It's, it really just comes down to who wants it. Um, the Steelers, I think more than anything, more than that, just need to stay consistent. Um, we've seen them kind of slip up uh, and we're, we're recording this a, a couple of week, a week or two behind, but um, we've seen them slip up now. They're, they're up to two losses. So really at this point, they have a good team. If they can just stay consistent and, and not fold like many people think they might. Um, yeah. That, that's what, that's what they need for Christmas. Really. Santa. Santa thinks they need to get another running back to get along that offense. Um, the receiving core, I, I like the receiving core. I like Juju. I like Deontay. I like Claypool as their top three guys. Um, but running the ball, they, they haven't been very good. Um, James Conner's been average. He's a free agent after the season. He probably won't be back. Then you have Benny Snell, who's an okay backup. Then you have Anthony McFarlane, a uh, late-round prospect out of Maryland. He's fast, but, you know, he's not the he's not someone that can take uh, 200 carries a year, I don't think. 
So I think for the Steelers, you need to get a running back to help take the, the take some stuff off of Big Ben, who honestly doesn't have that much long left, and they could probably use another quarterback here soon. Um, Sam Darnold, cough, cough. But um, yeah, I think they could use a running back to help take the um, blame off Big Ben for the next few years while he's still playing. You know, Matt had mentioned consistency uh, before I go to that, actually. I just like we saw Juju as a wide receiver, too, whenever he had Antonio Brown. And I mean, the numbers were absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he was looking like an amazing wide receiver, looking like a wide receiver one. But now he's become the wide receiver one. And I just said that just because his stats have dipped a little bit. You know, obviously, he's not getting he should be getting more looks. And you would think that his numbers would still be up there. But it just hasn't been the same. And I think it's just because he's going up against those guys. I think Juju has has shown himself to be an amazing wide Wide receiver too. I mean, very, very lucky to have this man as your wide receiver too. I just saw a little bit of a statistical dip, and that's why I put him at, uh, as more of a wide receiver too. And I just think they need that true number one guy. Don't get me wrong; they need a running back. I mean, a, a more consistent running back, I should say. But speaking of consistency, moving on to you, Santa. We're going to Cleveland, uh, and consistency is what's written on the on the Christmas list for them. Talking about a consistent winning culture to get away from all those bad years of Cleveland football. You know, you talk about that. Uh, anything else additional you want to add to that Christmas list for Cleveland? Oh, uh, no, I think consistency is a good word for that football team. You know, we see them. They're going to get 10 wins this year, and that's the first time they've done that, and I couldn't even tell you how long. Um, this is a franchise that has struggled to find consistent winning and a consistent quarterback play, and right now they have both of them. With Kevin Stefanski coming in this year, he's had Baker have his best year as a pro. No Baker stats aren't off the charts, yards, touchdowns, interceptions, but they're his best number so far of his career. He has consistently put the ball where it needs to be put. He's not throwing crazy interceptions. He's not throwing crazy touchdowns. He's putting the ball in the running back stomachs, and those running backs are going to work. It seems like they have found a formula, and they need to stick with it. All right. Wrapping up the division is me with the Cincinnati Bengals, and probably the most easy answer for any team in this division, Joe Burrow needs protection. Good Lord, does Joe Burrow need protection. He needs an entire new front five. I mean, it is it is just embarrassing, the fact that this is the offensive line that they're going to put Joe Burrow, uh, their franchise guy behind. I mean, it, it's just bad. We saw him get rocked up, tear his ACL. Uh, he goes down for the year, and it's just one of those to where he can't sit behind this line forever. I mean, we've seen him be successful in the NFL, you know, competing with Herbert for rookie of the year prior to injury. And, you know, he has shown that he can play at the big level, even though not having too much college experience. There you go. The glass has made it so much better. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those to where if he's protected and he has time to cook, look out for the Bengals because their offense could really get rolling if he has time. So moving on from the north to the south, staying in the AFC, uh, we're going to Mr. RJ. The Houston Texans listed on here is draft picks. They're in desperate need of draft picks. Bill O'Brien has literally given away all of their draft picks. Why don't you? Uh, it's all and also weapons for Michael Jordan Watson. Uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a breakdown for that? Yes, Bill O'Brien uh, was not a terrible coach but he was the worst general manager of all time, period. That guy got rid of everybody, did not get adequate draft compensation for them, traded away draft picks, and has put this franchise back probably a good four or five years, uh, honestly. Uh, this franchise is in very, very bad shape. They don't have the draft picks needed to rebuild and replenish around Michael Jordan Watson they have at quarterback. One way to get draft picks, however, would be to trade, said Michael Jordan, Deshaun Watson. Um, listen, I understand that would be a tough sell to the fans, probably to the owners and all that, 
but how are you going to get out of this hole that Bill O'Brien left you in? You don't have the picks and you don't have a roster that's anywhere close to being able to compete. What if you trade Deshaun Watson? You would get a ton of picks. You could get some players for it. You could jumpstart the rebuild on this team by trading away your best asset. Now, that's a tough one. I don't know if Houston should do it. That's, I don't know. It's kind of a double-edged sword, but they've got to figure out a way and they've got to get creative to get some draft help. I mean, we're seeing it at the time of recording. They're coming off of a big loss against Chicago. Uh, you know, you got to get ready for the future. Obviously, this year's not the year. Uh, well past and gone, especially with the play of Tennessee and Indianapolis. They're, they've got a lot of catching up to do, and their draft capital isn't isn't helping you much whenever it comes to catching up. But, uh, man, poetry in motion. It couldn't have ended on it. This team could not have landed on a better person. The Tennessee Titans go into Mr. Matt Barry. I got it. Uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you, you please take it. So uh, on the Tennessee Titans Christmas list, we have what was it? Now I'm blanking. Three big kisses, two warm hugs from me, of course, and one big defensive star. Now it that's for Christmas' sake. Uh, it could be more than one guy on defense. Honestly, uh, the Tennessee Titans offense has definitely proven itself. Uh, we've seen that Ryan Tannehill is good enough, not elite, but good enough to run that offense. Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. Not much you can need to say on that. The O-line's pretty good, led, led by guys like Taylor Lewan. Uh, Defense is definitely where they come up short. They rank about, I want to say, like 25th, 26th right now in overall defense, which being a playoff team is not, uh, not very good. So that is definitely something that the Tennessee Titans need to look at. I love them nonetheless. But defense, they definitely need to work on. All right, Santa, turning it over to you. Indianapolis, they need the guy for the future, the guy who's going to take over Phillip Rivers and consistent quarterback play right now as it is with Phillip Rivers. Uh, any Anything else uh, you want to add into that? Let's get your breakdown for the Indianapolis. I know it, it all starts and ends with the quarterback position. And one of our uh, fellow members uh, is Crystal Bald, Carson Wentz, going back to Indianapolis, going to Indianapolis to reenact with his old coach over there, Frank Wright. Um, I could definitely see that. That could definitely be a good thing. RJ might have been on the money with that. But um, if, the, if the Colts don't pay, don't plan on paying for all that money in the draft, I could see them taking a quarterback. It's, I could see them targeting a guy like Zach Wilson, a big-armed athletic kid. It's a pair of running backs like Jonathan Hayler and Naheem Himes. Um, they have a young up-and-coming receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., a pair of T.Y. Hilton. And they have a lot of money to spend next season. This team is on the up-and-up, and I'm excited to see where they go from here. Uh, talk about uh maybe maybe santa claus will be taking carson wentz putting him in a little box and a little bow tie on him sending them off to indianapolis maybe we'll see exactly where what happens but uh moving on to jacksonville to wrap up this division and this is a long list too i mean this this this, there's no end to the christmas this is the greedy kid on christmas this is the guy who's going to be asking for a lot of stuff um but it all starts with justin fields i mean they need the guy they need the guy to step in and consistent quarterback play right away when when was the last competent jacksonville quarterback i mean come on i mean we need somebody to step in with jacksonville and really help him out uh this would be a big change maybe a big culture shock if justin fields ends up in jacksonville it's going to change a lot of things about jacksonville right away um, you know, a whole different play style with Justin Fields as opposed to somebody like Gardner Minshew. Uh, this could this could really be not 
this could this could be looked at as the turning point for Jacksonville if they can finally piece it all together. But like I said, there's a lot of things on there. But I think I think number one, you got to start with Justin Fields. So turning on to the AFC East, the final division in the AFC, we're starting with Mr. RJ in the Miami Dolphins. Uh, to right here on the Christmas list, it says one more offensive weapon as well as to keep uh, to keep working on time with Tua. So why don't you break that down a little bit? All they need for Christmas is time. You want to talk about Houston not having draft picks? Miami has a ton of draft picks. All they need is time. All they need is for these players to mature, to develop, and live up to the expectations that they have. If they can draft – you know, according to what they need. And if they can hit on some of these players, Miami is going to take that division from Buffalo and they will dominate it for the next 10 years. Miami just needs time. They have got some studs on offense and defense that are very young. They've got a ton of draft picks coming up these next two years. They can make a lot of noise. All they need is time. Matt, I'm turning it over to you for the New England Patriots. Uh, point blank period on this one it says skill positions nothing else no breakdown or anything such as that take us into the skill positions room of New England and what they need to figure out I mean I think RJ would have been better suited for this just because how much he's he's spoken about it but yeah you're right uh whoever put that on the list is right skill positions are very most important to the New England Patriots right now besides Cam Newton I don't know how many other uh players I can name on the New England Patriots offense that I consider good enough to kind of run an offense. I mean, Cam Newton is hung out to dry here in New England. And yeah, you have one of the best coaches of all time, but he can't go out there and catch a pass for you. You know, wide receivers are a must. Julian Edelman's getting older. I know he was injured this year. Uh, You can't just rely on him at this point. They're going to need to draft wide receivers. They're going to need to sign whoever they can. Uh, If you stick with Cam Newton, that's fine. I don't think he's the problem in New England, obviously. It's definitely lack of skill position players, but yeah, for sure. That's one of the biggest needs on this list. I can tell you what they don't need. Discounts at Foot Locker, because I already got them. Uh, you know, that employee discount really be hitting different. I'll tell you what. Uh, Jamil, turning it over to you for the Buffalo Bills. There's three things listed on this list. I'm going to hit up all of them for you, because I know uh, Buffalo is your, uh, a team you and I both like to talk about. So, uh, number one says to not choke in the playoffs. You know, they have a history of that. Oh. Uh, uh, recognition. Uh, not being looked at as one of the more uh, more complete teams in the AFC, and they need more wagons to circle. I mean, they oh, really man. do. <laughs> so, so For starters, no one circles the wagon <laughs> like the Buffalo Bills. Don't forget it. <laughs> Number two, they got to stop choking. We all know they went the multiple Super Bowls, couldn't buy a win yeah. last year. <laughs> they folded versus the Texans. This year, you're going to get a home playoff game. You got to take advantage of it. It's probably going to be a blizzard. Take advantage of it. It's your home. It's your backyard. You got to do that. Um, Yeah, definitely. This team is definitely on the up and up. Josh Allen's looking like one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Stephon Diggs, naturally in heaven. They have been cooking this season. Gabe Davis, a fourth-round pick, is playing like a second-round pick. This offense is churning. The defense is playing good. Um, Like you said, they just, now they just got to put it all together and go get some playoff wins. All right. And wrapping up the AFC, we've ended – with the dumpster fire, the New York Jets. And uh, again, whenever you're looking at it, it's another team that's a long, lengthy list, but it all starts 
with Santa number is 16. coming for the Jets. Santa is coming. I am coming to bring them what they need, and you know what it is. <laughs> and, and and what it is is Trevor Lawrence. It all starts there. Um, you know, it they another guy and or another team that needs that consistent quarterback play. Another team that needs a guy who can step in and be a difference maker right away. Uh, everybody knows it's the consensus number one overall pick. Uh, it's it's the guy that needs to be in New York. Uh, yes, it's not a great fit for for Trevor Lawrence. But it's a team that they can start from the bottom and build up around Trevor. Uh, this is a team that has nothing appealing about it. So they have no reason to not burn it down and completely restart with number 16 out in Clemson. So uh, let's do uh, the NFC real quick. Uh, let, let's hit up a couple of teams and then we will uh, finish it on up. So starting in the NFC West, uh, I'm so happy that my other golf hating counterpart gets to start with this. Uh, RJ, we're looking at the Rams and what's listed as consistent quarterback play. Why don't you break that down? Yeah, what do you know? Um, it's probably one of us to put it there. You said it months ago. Jared Goff and his record in cold weather games late in the season when you have to play teams in less than perfect conditions – you better figure out how to play, dude. Like, I get it. You went to college in California. You got drafted by a California team. Now you have an indoor stadium. I get a lot of your games are going to be in perfect weather conditions, but a lot of big games are going to be when conditions aren't perfect. Seattle is in your division. Green Bay isn't going anywhere. You've got teams like that. Don't let Philly or Washington or any one of those Northern teams get something going. Like, you're going to have to figure out how to be consistent late in the season when the weather isn't perfect. Um, I They're not going to move off of Jared Goff, obviously. He's their guy, so he's going to have to figure it out. All right, turning it over to Matt. The Seattle Seahawks, we all know what they need. We all know exactly what they need. Why don't you take it away? Yeah, that's the defense. Uh, they've lost several games this season just because of silly defensive errors and, and overall their defense really isn't strong at all to begin with. Uh, the offense definitely isn't a problem. You have MVP candidate, Russell Wilson under center. You got DK Metcalf, who's having a fantastic breakout year. Uh, I, the running backs could be better. I'm not high on Chris Carson and uh, Homer, but it is what it is. It could be worse. Um, defense is definitely the big problem in Seattle, uh, getting a few more pieces, specifically the secondary, you know, the Legion of boom is no more. And who knows when we'll see a, a group of guys like that again, but they need to be going for another, uh, for a V2 of Legion of boom, if they want more success. Jamil, we'll turn it over to you. You have the Arizona Cardinals and it is listed on here as a more uh, similar to the Cardinals. It's not defense as a whole, but it's more defensive consistency. Uh, do you want to add more to that or, or, or are you right along with it? I think this team needs consistency as a whole. You know, they have a really exciting offense, but sometimes it seems like they're just, they can't get consistent, consistently good. You know, we saw it last week against the Giants. They couldn't consistently score touchdowns, even though they were given a great field position on um, they seem to work on both sides of the ball, just being a little more consistent. You know, they're right there to being a good team. It's just now you got to put everything together. You got to learn how to win. You got to learn how to win these tough games, and you got to learn how to beat the teams you need to beat. All right, wrapping it up in that division, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, another team that uh, similar to the Kansas City Chiefs, really just needs health. I mean, this team, this team, we saw them in the Super Bowl last year. We saw what they can do, what they're capable of. And now we're looking at them around the mid to the bottom of the pack and in the NFC West. 
this is a this is not a this is not a true year for the for the 49ers they're an amazing team uh it, it is just they got bit by the injury bug so hard and they are really being affected by it you want to talk about a team that really needs ibuprofen and just some time to heal and some band-aids you know just to figure it out because it's it's tough without Nick Bosa uh it's tough when you don't know who your running back's going to be every single week uh when you don't know who your quarterback's going to be every single week uh it's just been a tough year for San Francisco so they need to hit that up going on to the NFC North uh my division fun I'm going to save that for me uh so I'm going to start with uh RJ going over to Minnesota uh, less primetime games. Uh, just to get Kirk Cousins out of the primetime, why don't you go ahead and break that up? If the Minnesota Vikings only played at 1 o'clock, if all 16 of their games were just 1 o'clock kicks on Fox or CBS, this team would probably go like 13-3 and three every year. Um, their roster is actually quietly really good. I know – I think all four of us were pretty high on them back in like yeah. August. Like this roster is really good. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, though, is not a primetime quarterback. He's just not. His record in primetime games, I should have wrote it down, honestly. I didn't know I was going to be doing Minnesota. It's one in nine. There you go. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? This is such a good football team, and you are consistently being held back by a guy that cannot win a primetime game. So what they need is just one o'clock games give them the early window, you know, wild card game and division game and give them the early window championship game. Super Bowl kicks about what? Six o'clock. We're going to move that to noon. (laughs) That's pretty ugly. Yeah. Move the Super Bowl to noon. And I think Minnesota will be straight. (laughs) Uh, We're going to move to Matt for Green Bay. Uh, Man, they need another wide receiver. They need somebody else out there. So why don't you break that down for us? Yeah, I, I stress this a lot in the uh, draft video we did, our, our very first video, actually. I, I was very upset. I considered the Packers a loser of the draft because of this. Not getting a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers was a dumb idea. You got uh, who they get instead, Jordan Love in the first round, who mm-hmm. I don't I don't think has seen a game yet this year. Yeah, Yeah, and it's been useless so far. And I know Rodgers only has maybe five, six years left at max, but – you know, there's no need to get a quarterback now. That was dumb. Uh, a wide receiver would do wonders for the Packers. Devontae Adams is having probably his best season of his – the best season of his career and, you know, playing really well, obviously, but it's still not enough. Uh, the Packers themselves are playing well. But imagine the Packers with more than just Devontae Adams as their only weapon. They'd be playing even better. Might not have – what do they have, two losses, three losses, something like that. Maybe they might have even less. So – a wide receiver was definitely the most important thing on the Packers' mind right now, at least it should be. And when it comes to be, uh, when it comes to draft time, you know that has to be in their heads because they made a big mistake missing that opportunity last year. I'm assuming RJ was the one that wrote this that says Odell Beckham would be nice. Uh, Correct. That, that Cleveland. Cleveland has played a lot better since Odell went down. They could look to trade Odell if they do. Green Bay, don't let them get off the phone. <laughs> I can see it. All right, moving on to Detroit Lions for uh, Jamil. We've got a competent coach, which would be nice. And then I also uh, bring back Megatron. Why not? Uh, <laughs> what what well, else do you have for Megatron? But if they do, they might as well call Barry Sanders while they're at it. But on uh, um, this team is definitely in a they're in a weird position. You know, you have, you're have, you're gonna have a new coach and new GM coming in at this point. It's up to them whether they want to keep Matthew Stafford or not. I believe he has two more years left on his deal. Uh, do you try to move him? Get get a second round pick for him maybe a back in first. I doubt it. Probably a second round pick. 
do you move him, get his money off the books and just start it all over and tear it all down? Or do you think he still has a bit left in the tank and you try to build a winning team around him? Um, it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting offseason for this franchise, in my opinion. So we'll see where they go with that. All right. Me wrapping it up with my team, the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Chicago Bears are in desperate need. And RJ said it once. They're in need of a time machine to go back to 2017. Uh, it, it's one of those they they need to redo it. Uh, they they wish they could, but if if obviously time travel not a thing yet. So everybody just needs to shut up about Watson and Mahomes. They need to just they need to let everybody. They need a quarterback to get Jay Cutler off the record books in Chicago. That's exactly what they need. They need somebody to come in, take all the records by storm, and make the Bears actually look like a somewhat decent team. If you could actually get a franchise guy in Chicago I've said it once and I'll say it again and I think most of them would agree with me as well this team becomes dangerous with a quarterback I mean that their defense whenever they play right is one of the best defensive units in the NFL and a quarterback would be great also Virginia McCaskey you're like 98 okay can you give the team to somebody else please can you just let your son take over he's probably like 75 can it's better than nothing so let's at least start over with new ownership new uh, new quarterback let's let's get that taken care of gonna move on to the nfc south now we're gonna start with mr carolina himself the carolina panthers fan over here rj gonna go to you for the carolina panthers i have right here a uh, running back health you definitely need christian mccaffrey in there more often and sam howell uh i wonder who wrote that one uh we're, we're gonna turn it over to you hey so they screwed themselves out of getting Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. That ship has sailed. I don't want Zach Wilson. I don't want Mac Jones. I don't want Kyle Trask. I don't want Trey Lance. What Let's just mail it in. Let's get a, a nice, you know, top five pick, maybe a Micah Parsons, whoever. I don't know. And next year, we got to go all in, and we got to get my boy Sam Howe. He was a high school star in North Carolina. He's a college star in North Carolina. He needs to be a professional star in North Carolina. Sam Howe needs to be the next quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. They also need Christian McCaffrey to stay healthy. Health has never really been an issue with him. I know he's not a big guy, but he is pretty durable. This year he has had some injuries, but I I'm not really concerned of that being a long-term deal. When Christian McCaffrey's healthy with the receivers they've got, with the young pieces they've got on defense, if they can just keep building that defense and you get a consistent quarterback, a stud like a Sam Howe, watch out. Carolina can take this division over because there's a couple teams in this division with quarterbacks that won't be around much longer. I'd almost say all of them. I mean, they're all on the upper ends of their uh, – they're all up in the upper uh, ages of, of their playing careers for sure. Uh Let's start with the second oldest one going to Drew Brees. Matt, we're going to turn it over to you for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the two things listed here is a bigger salary cap. Obviously, they have a lot of big contracts, taking up a lot of big pay. And then a quarterback that can be trusted once Brees is out the door. So why don't you go ahead and take us through that? Yeah, I mean, a larger salary cap can help any team, not just the Saints. Uh, definitely would help the Saints considering, you know, guys like Drew Brees, now Michael Thomas. I know he got a big contract, or at least he's set to. Um, and then I think Cam Jordan has a big contract, guys like that. Um, some of them, obviously, Cam Jordan is still doing his thing. Michael Thomas, when healthy, is doing his thing. Drew Brees will be out the door, hopefully, within the next couple of years. I think it's almost his time. 
probably after this year wouldn't shock me. Uh, and then, yeah, moving to the Drew Brees thing. Um, I put that one personally. Uh, yeah, you need someone you can trust. I don't trust Taysom Hill. He's done nothing this season in relief of Drew Brees that will make me trust him. And I don't think anybody else really trusts him. Jameis Winston, yeah, uh, for a back, for a backup, for a third string at this point, he's probably the best third string in the NFL, yeah. But he could also start on a couple other teams. I don't know why he didn't take the Steelers offer to be a backup because once Roethlisberger's gone, I could see Winston fitting in just fine uh, as a Pittsburgh Steeler. But it, he only signed, I want to say, a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll be off the books this season anyway and hopefully can find a starting job somewhere. But either way, I don't trust Jameis Winston yet. We saw what he did in Tampa Bay, very hot and cold, very hit or miss. Um, don't love the interceptions, obviously. I love the touchdowns, but those are – I don't like the ratio. You know, it's not good. So – uh, yeah, someone I can trust, definitely. I wouldn't mind them drafting a quarterback, maybe not first round, but second or third. Uh, them giving Taysom Hill the contract uh, that they gave him was obviously kind of dumb in the long run. But, you know, if you're looking to run run that kind of offense, then sure, I guess it's right down the middle for you. But that's not their offense. They're honestly. definitely in need of a bigger salary cap when they're throwing money like that to Taysom Hill. Uh, that's yeah, going to come back to bite in the end so hard. Um but, yeah, I mean, talk about – this is going to be one of the hardest shoes to fill on a team. I mean, the, the, what Drew Brees has done for the Saints, especially after Hurricane uh, uh, after Hurricane Katrina and everything that's that's come through and ravished New Orleans to bring a championship back and then to do all the help with them and uh, building back the city and everything, it's a it's big shoes to fill for, for the guy who's going to follow in Drew Brees. But uh, we're going to turn it over to RJ – or, whoa, no, we're going to turn it over to, to Santa Claus over here, Jamil. Uh, Jamil, we're going to talk about your team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, right now it's listed as uh, the number one thing that they need is Tom Brady and Bruce Arians to get on the same page. Uh, where where do you sit right now on the Christmas list for the Bucs? Oh, uh, yeah, I think there's a couple of things on the Christmas list for the Bucs. I think that's at the top of the charts. If you ask me the list, not the charts, excuse me, it's my own list. I'm Santa Claus, what am I doing here? But, yeah, I think it's definitely at the top of the list for the Bucs. Um, those who need to get to in a cohesive get some cohesiveness going on because uh, – that's relationship that's going to lead you to where you want to be. And that's ultimately Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl. Um, those things on the same page, obviously they both are used to running two very different offenses. I think you're kind of seeing them merge a little bit together as the season goes on. And um, we're forgetting they didn't have a real off season this year. So I think how the end of this season goes and going into next season, it will be very, very big for this team. I'm um, also think on the wish list is a potential future quarterback. Um, maybe in the mid round, second or third, you look to get, draft a strong arm quarterback to uh, sit and learn behind Brady. All right, and to wrap up this division is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take this one. Uh, I think they need – well, it's not on the list. The number one thing on the list is to actually hold a lead in the fourth quarter, which would be nice. Um, You know, if we're we're talking about a team that could hold off players – hold off teams in the fourth quarter, they could easily have at least – three three more wins you know easily um maybe four you know whenever you're looking at it and then all of a sudden you're talking about a playoff team or at least pushing for a wild card spot um but i i I think atlanta needs to find i I, i'll say this i think atlanta fans need to quit putting blame on matt ryan and julio jones this is this is a team these are like literally your two offensive stables and they're not doing any worse this year. I mean, they're, they're still great. They're still performing at a high level whenever they're both there together. Um, historically one of the best uh, tandems to do it, at least in the modern day era of the most recent years. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to come up 
uh, with as many great quarterback wide receiver combos or tandem, such as Ryan and Jones. I mean, they've been phenomenal and they've grown up through the league together, or I should say uh, Matt Ryan has grown up and then come across Julio Jones. Julio Jones has grown up with Matt Ryan. Uh, It's, it's, they're, they're not the problem. I don't know why everybody keeps saying they're not the problem. We've seen their offense put up damn near 40 points a game. They're not the problem. Uh, If anything, they need defense and they need a bat. I mean, obviously this team, how else do you lose games in the fourth quarter? You allow points. I mean, it's point blank period. I mean, it's pretty simple. But uh, moving on to our final division, we're going to wrap it up in the NFC East. And I'm starting with RJ on the Dallas Cowboys. On this Christmas list is a brand new starting 11 on the defense. (laughs) Yes. uh, Burn it down. Start over. Uh, Literally cut everybody and just start over. Um, They they just they got to get a defense. This offense, when healthy, can score. Um, they got to get Dak back. And with those receivers, you need a coach to come in and light a fire under Zeke's ass because I think he is completely – he's way too fat and heavy right, or fat and comfortable right now. Um, you got to give him a spark, get him back to being Zeke, and that offense is electric. So what's going to hold you back? is that defense. You cannot keep throwing these guys out there and expecting something to change. Like, this defense just is not good. Their linebackers were the strength of the defense, and this year they've been atrocious. I mean, we're talking about they might be cutting Jalen Smith just because of how bad he's played. And then you have a guy in Leighton Vander Esch who's like a young Sean Lee. The problem is the old Sean Lee is still on your team. Like, <laughs> This defense has so many problems, and you have an offense with a lot of talent. You've got to get the defense to catch up to the offense, or this team's going to keep being mediocre, and they're going to keep being a laughing stock. Since you mentioned it, I'll ask the other two as well. Do you think a Dak Prescott contract should be on the Christmas list for the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, lock him up. I definitely think it is, but – I played. I, I had this thought for a while now. If they were to keep losing, they've won now. But if they were to keep losing and they could have found themselves in Justin Fields' territory, I think it would have been very, very interesting to see what Jared Jones would have done. Do you pay Dak all that money, or do you take the rookie quarterback and build and use that money to build the rest of your team? Justin Fields. That's what you do. <laughs> RJ's got his answer. I don't think they're going to be in that territory now, but I think it would. No, have been not very now. Interesting. No, yeah. no, not now. Yeah. It was very interesting the way the things were looking for a little bit. There. Yep. Santa makes the final Christmas call, damn it. Uh, (laughs) Going over to Matt, we're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles a little bit. Uh, This is another team where health is listed on there, but it's also another uh, another thing listed on here is a way to find uh, Carson Wentz to get off the books. Uh, What what are your opinions on that? Uh, To start with health, yeah, this team needs a whole goddamn first aid kit because, you know, no team has problems with health like the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know, every every skill position has been hit with the injury bug. Every defensive position, it seems, has had at least one injury this year. They've had COVID. They've had leg injuries, arm injuries. You name it. You know, it, it's looking like a fucking doctor's office more than there's a bench out in Philly. It's definitely a problem, and it's something that you really can't do anything about, especially the COVID stuff. I mean, you could, I guess, but that, that's besides the point. I mean, hopefully in time, uh, the injury bug will leave Philly um next season hopefully can be brighter whether segue whether Carson Wentz is there next season is a big question uh it's we've talked about a lot and I've I've seen it on social media obviously 
if it is Hurts' season, the the Jalen Hurts era, as Jim Miller referred to it as, if it is time for Jalen Hurts, what do you do with Carson Wentz? He's too expensive to be a backup quarterback. You got to get that uh, that contract off the books. Now Carson Wentz can help plenty of teams, no doubt about that. But the buyout is quite quite large, um, and not I don't think it's something the Eagles want to do. Trading him, what team's going to take his contract? Which is I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's something really big after he had that really good year a couple of years ago. Um, it's a tough contract to trade. I know a few teams that are desperate enough to take it. Uh, we've mentioned the Colts after Phillip Rivers is done. I could see him going to the Panthers, whether or not uh, RJ wants that. I could see it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be important. I'm not completely sure how they do it. Obviously, they have to move some things around financially. But if there's a team that will take the contract, then, then I'm sure they'd be happy to let him go. I think he signed a four or a five for 110. I think that was the final number. But, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks reconstruct their contract. I mean, hell, Nick Foles signed a four for 88 mil. And now he's uh, so set to make 22 a year. And he's in Chicago making only $8 million now. So if if Carson Wentz wants to bite the bullet and reconstruct his contract somewhere, I mean, hell, look out for Carson Wentz on a different team next year. But uh, moving on to the New York Giants, Jamil, I'm going to turn it over to you. And both actually uh, pertain a little bit to Saquon Barkley. First, you need Saquon Barkley to get back whenever it comes to his health. And you need him to, you know, uh, uh, a healthy Saquon Barkley, not the ACL-torn uh, uh, Saquon Barkley. But you also need a quarterback to let him cook to help spread out the offense. So why don't you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. This team needs to find out if Daniel Jones is the answer. And if Daniel Jones isn't, you got to go find that answer. Um, this league is all about quarterback play. It's quarterback-driven league, and you got to find yourself a playmaker. Daniel Jones has been good at running the football, but he's been average at throwing. Um this offense is obviously it's hampered for Saquon, but uh, you need to figure out if Daniel Jones is your guy. First period, point blank period. If he's not, you got to go get him. All right. And wrapping it up is Washington for me. Uh, the football team needs a couple of things. Uh, the list has a few things on here. They need their guy. We've, we've mentioned it multiple times. Alex Smith is not the guy. He's a great placeholder, but he's not the guy. Um, they need to go get that quarterback for the future. Um, this is another team that really just needs time, similar to the Miami Dolphins. This is a team that would just, if they sit around and they can keep their pieces together, uh, we, we mentioned it on our pick'em videos for, for week 15. Uh, this is a defense that would just be absolutely a, amazing in a couple of years. I mean, this is the, the, the young defensive line of their team is absolutely golden uh, with young, with years to collect together and to really you know, get together on who they are. Uh, it would be a dangerous front seven uh, and a very dangerous defensive line. And finally, a name. Can we quit calling them the football team? I mean, come on. I mean, it, it's great. Yeah, I understand. You know, I understand getting rid of the name, but can we get them a new name? I mean, the football team is just Washington. I don't. Dan Snyder said that. Oh, yeah, they're liking it over here. Nobody likes it. OK, nobody likes calling them the football team. Let's all be honest. And and I, I see I see Washington fans in comment sections all the time on posts saying like, can you just call us Washington? We don't want to be the football team. Just call us by Washington. But yeah, uh, a name, let's get them a name in, in, in 2021, but that wraps it up. We've hit every single team. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave a couple, I'll leave the floor open for a little bit. Does anybody want to add anything in particular to a certain team that you know of right now or uh, floors open? Well, what do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Uh, money bills don't stop uh, a new job that'd be nice uh <laughs> how long how long we got <laughs> rj what do you want for christmas um i don't know 
That's oh, good. I hadn't really thought about it. I want uh, I want Sam Howe to be on the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> and then what could Santa, the guy who provides for everyone else, possibly want for Christmas? You know, Santa just wants his rest between the months of January and October. And then, you know, I got to get cranked up again, you know, get these gifts out. Grind season. I know the, I know the vibes. Get these. Matt, what do you want for Christmas? If he says want- something stupid, I'm not bringing anything. I, 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 listen, I've been real naughty this year, but there's no, right. nothing I want more. There's nothing I want more than to see Tim Tebow back in the NFL. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, no. We Santa has Christmas left the building. Christmas is canceled. Oh, no. Christmas has been done. Uh, Santa has out. left the building. Ironic how it's Tim Tebow that does it. That's like that's like Santa's favorite guy. Come on. <laughs> I thought they were buddies. Yeah. Uh, man. Uh, RJ and I may have made the, the nice list, but uh, I, I think we know who's on the naughty list this upcoming Christmas. But uh, oh, yeah, to everybody involved, uh, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of GMs for Hire. This has been our What They Want for Christmas uh, episode of the NFL. Uh, and, and it's been a banger. I tell you what, we really hit home on a lot of things. I mean, every you know every team has their needs. No team's perfect. Uh, every, every Everybody needs what they need. And so uh, from everybody at GMs for Hire, from all of us, we want to say uh, have a Merry Christmas or, or any holiday you celebrate. Happy holidays. Uh, I definitely want to and definitely want to send the best wishes to everybody who watches, your friends, your family, everybody involved. 2020 has been a hell of a year, man. It's been full of ups and downs uh, and a lot of inconsistency. So let's let, let's let's all be able to just hatch down with our families. Let's enjoy some time together. And a Merry Christmas from everybody and a Happy Holidays from everybody at GMs for Hire. Uh, and thank you guys all for a great 2020. I mean, this is a this is a, a big jump that we've made. Uh, we've made a lot of subscribers. We've made a lot of we've gotten a lot of views on a lot of videos. We've definitely done pretty well for ourselves uh, so far in the we're not even in the first year. I mean, we're still in the first year, but we're not even done yet. Uh, we started back in late April, so we still got some time to go. So uh, from all of us, uh, from the GMs family to all of you. I want to say happy holidays and we'll catch you in the next one.